When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? Something? Well, Wilmer Valderrama is celebrating his new year with a proposal. The That 70s Show star posted on Instagram an image of himself beachside in San Diego on bended knee next to his girlfriend, Amanda Pacheco. And the 28-year-old model apparently said yes. Pacheco was first spotted with the NCIS actor last May when Us Weekly reported that they were casually dating. Valderrama has previously dated Demi Lovato and Mandy Moore. Mm. He gets around that Valderrama. He gets some hot girls. Ricky Lake is speaking her truth after suffering mostly in silence for decades. Yesterday on New Year's Day, the 51-year-old former talk show host took to Instagram to share photos of her newly shaved head and to explain her decision to make such a big change in her appearance. First things first, I'm not sick, thank God. I'm not having a midlife crisis, nor am I having a mental breakdown, though I have been suffering. Suffering mostly in silence off and on for almost 30 years, and I'm finally ready to share my secret. Ricky Lake went on to explain that she's battled hair loss most of her adult life. Oh, interesting. Okay. So her... Okay. She's just done with it. She's like, I've had it. I'm I'm just going to shave my head. Okay. She's a beautiful woman, so I don't think that this is... I can see the picture on your screen from in here, and uh, she looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works for her. Absolutely. And Disney Plus has released a trailer teasing what content subscribers can expect to stream on the service in 2020. Among the shows and films featured in the minute-long video were Toy Story 4, Aladdin, The Lion King, The Mandalorian, Muppets Now, and Star Wars The Clone Wars. Disney Plus launched back in November. And for more entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk app or go to our website, mytalk1071.com. Thank you for the update, honey. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Report back to me in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on MyTalk. Everything entertainment. Well, if you're looking for a good movie to see in theaters, I've got an idea for you. Um, and we're going to talk about it in just a moment. Good morning and welcome to the 7 o'clock hour of this, <laughs> your second day of 2020. We are in the 20s. Are we calling it the 20s? I don't know. Some people were. Yeah. I mean, what but we, we already had it? a 20s. The 1920s. The 2020s. Are we just going to call it the 2020s? Because wh- how do you know if I'm referring to like the age of flappers or not? <laughs> Back in the 20s. I guess it okay, would. Nobody's having this problem no. except me, apparently. No, so you and fine. my uh, elder friend Iris, <laughs> who was born in the 20s. I would imagine, Kenny, you'll, you'll be plagued with this for your love of old 
in silent films referring to the 20s. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Okay. I don't, I, I'm to the point where I don't care who doesn't get my references. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. That's a good way to begin the 20s yes. of the 2020s. Yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer in for Jason. He'll be back on Monday. Dawn, um, so I saw this movie called Parasite on so New Year's Eve. I'm so excited to hear about this because I didn't even know it existed until you talked about that were your new year's eve plans and i'm not going to give any spoilers i might give you a little bit of the plot Um, some people don't even like to know the plot before they go into a movie so i get that but i'm not going to reveal anything that's you know Mm going to ruin the film i mean i could tell you the whole movie and that's still not going to ruin anything but Mm -hmm. i won't um essentially do you want me to just give you the the rundown okay Mm -hmm. so this is from a director um pong chun ho and i'm probably butchering the pronunciation but he's a south korean director and you would know him from such movies as the mother oh or mother not the mother i think it's just called mother mm-hmm. and snowpiercer do you remember that movie yes i oh, love snowpiercer I Snowpiercer. yes I, by the way i think it's coming as a tv show oh. but it was a really uh that was a, a wonderful movie so we knew that good things were likely with this particular director but here's here's the premise if you will okay <clears throat> You have uh, a very wealthy family in South Korea and a very, we'll just say, poor family in Uh South Korea. And they come together in a way. And I will just say, essentially, the youngest, or I should say the son of the poor family, and I'm oversimplifying, um, they're sort of like the street smart family that you know, are perennially out of work and trying to find jobs okay. and they're all, but they're like a happy family. It's like a mom, dad, son and daughter. And the son uh, has a friend who's going to study abroad. Okay. And his friend who's about to study abroad has a, a tutoring job. He tutors um, a wealthy uh, family's daughter. He tutors her English. So he's okay. like, I'm going to leave the country I don't trust anyone else to tutor this girl because I I love her. And when I come back, I'm going to ask for her hand in marriage. Oh, okay. And so I don't want any like shady guys to tutor her. So I want you to do it because it's his friend, right? Okay. Okay. So the friend's like, sure, I'll do it. But the friend is not qualified. Um, But again, street smart family, they like craft a way to make it look like he's super qualified. And then he gets the job. Well, lo, lo and behold, and this isn't giving anything away. Essentially, he gets every member of his family to start working for this wealthy family. So the poor family and the wealthy family are now intertwined. I see. And I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that. And, mm. a, and a bunch of stuff happens. The cool. movie is called Parasite for a reason. Oh. But the thing that I love about this film is it's so full of twists and turns. And you're not quite sure where it's going until you end up at the end of the film. Oh, wow. Well, I've heard great things about it already since I you you talked about it and then I kind of looked up the hype and the buzz about it. It so. gets a ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Wow. The um the the I think the critics whatever the tomato meter is like ninety nine percent and the audience wow. meter is like ninety three percent. Um it's it, it, the thing is it's hard to describe. It's not quite a horror film. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be more because I've heard it sort of sold as like a a horror thriller. I would say it's more of a thriller than a horror film, but it's definitely, it gets violent at certain points. Wow. I can't wait to watch it. And there's one particular moment in the film where you're like, what in on the ever loving earth is actually going on? Like you think the film is one thing. And then I'm just going to say somebody runs down a hallway and you're like, okay, well now I have no idea where we're going. (laughs) And by the end of it, uh, Jamie, my partner and I were just staring at each other like, what? 
What? Great. So this is, once again, Parasite. The movie is called Parasite. And is it in a limited amount of theaters? I think it's a limited release. We saw it at the Edina uh, Theater, you know, Mm -hmm. that small uh, theater Mm -hmm. over on 50th in France. Um, So I think it's still there. Sure. Eventually, I would imagine very quickly, it's going to be streaming. It's been nominated for a number of things. I think the Golden Globe nominations included, like, Best Foreign Film and uh, perhaps some others. Um, Maybe Mm -hmm. Best Director. He also um, wrote Okja, O-K-J-A, that okay. had a lot of buzz in 2017. Oh, was that like a Netflix I hope I'm thing? saying that right. Yeah, it's a Netflix Yes, movie. that was about like an animal It was or about an, um, yeah. Or like a creature? Yeah, kind of elephant-sized creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's kind of just one of those people who can tell a story. Great. Like, even the visuals of this film were fascinating. Like, it was just aesthetically... They built this house and it the rich because uh, it sort of takes place in this rich family's home. Mm-hmm. But there's also a bunch of social commentary like you're going to but you're not going to find yourself rooting for one. Like, are you rooting for the, the rich people? Or are you rooting? Because, you know, essentially the the sort of working class family is scamming, uh, you know, the wealthy family. Sure. But it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. Right. So you find yourself switching back and forth for like, who is this you're... okay? Is it all right to this is fine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I can't wait to see it. I would definitely if you can, you know, if you can go see it before it leaves theaters, see, do it. Yes. Otherwise, you know, streaming would be fine too. But there's just something about seeing it on the big screen. Wow. Now what are the other I know that Jamie has watched already a lot of uh Golden Globe nominated movies. Anything else that really caught his attention oh. so far? You should have him. Think, do you have him on the show? Ever? You know, we we haven't, but we've talked about it. Yeah, but I you think should. that's a good idea. Because I mean, he, just for those of you who don't know, my partner will actually create a list of all the Golden Globe nominated mm-hmm. films and then all of the Oscar nominated films. And his mm-hmm. goal is that by the end of, you know, by the Golden Globes and by the uh, Oscars, that he will have watched as many as he can. And uh, usually he does a very good job almost getting like 90 plus percent. And I'm talking all of the like the shorts and everything. everything. It makes it so much more enjoyable to watch the broadcast. Oh, yeah. Because you know what they're talking about and you have an opinion. You and know? he does. And I'll ask him. I mean, he's like a, a fountain, a font of information. Yeah. A font of knowledge. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, I'll I'll ask him. Yeah. What he's like so far. Okay, great. All right, when we come back, we have to go back to some of our top celebrity stories of the mm-hmm. day. And one in particular that I know a lot of people saw the headline for, even though it's a sad story. Mm-hmm. We should talk about the passing of Nick Gordon, who was the uh, boyfriend of Bobby Christina. Uh, Bobby Christina, of course, the daughter of Whitney Houston. Bobby uh, Brown, yeah. Bobby Brown, yeah. And a lot of tragedy following that family. We'll talk about it and more when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Well, we've got some sad news to talk about. Um, the passing of Nick Gordon. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but good morning and welcome back to Jason Alexis in the morning. It's seven sixteen, roughly speaking. And uh, Don, I don't know how many people remember the name Nick Gordon because it's probably been out of headlines for a while. Right. Right. But if you if you mention that Nick Gordon is the former boyfriend of Bobby Christina, Bobby Christina, of course, the daughter of Bobby Brown and uh, Whitney Houston, then you probably start to remember that particular story. Yes. And she had an untimely death, of course. Um, And he was there was a lot of speculation that he was responsible for that. She died in a bathtub. They were doing drugs. Yes. Um, And I believe. Bobby Brown 
I believe, I, I mean, the police investigated him. There was a prosecution. There was a case going on, and he was found not guilty, I believe. I don't remember what the actual resolution of the case was, but I know I mean, that, he's not in jail. Yeah. So. He, um, uh, but what I was going to say is Bobby Brown, I believe, thought that he was responsible for yes. the death of Bobby Christina. Um, Bobby Brown probably not thinking clearly on the matter for a number of reasons. Of but um, but the thing people might also have forgotten about Nick Gordon is that he was raised oh alongside yes. Bobby Christina. In so he was essentially like he was essentially like a family figure, a.k.a. a brother mm-hmm. to Bobby Christina. So when they started dating, a bunch of people, ourselves included, I remember talking about this with Colleen, that... Um, this was not a good idea. Mm. There's something very, very wrong uh, about this relationship. And her family had tried to stop uh, the two of them from being an item. Right. They just became engaged. Yeah. Yeah. They'd become engaged. And um, it. this was headline news for a very long time, this of course. Back before in 2012. Or, um, that sounds about right. Yeah. 2012. Now, she passed away um, in 2015. Uh, her mother, of course, died in, oh gosh, I don't remember now. Was it the year before or two years before? I think two years before. Yeah, well, we're firing on all cylinders today. I just want to... Whitney died in 2012. 2012, 2012. Okay. okay. So anyway, but this entire family has just been struck by tragedy, and you can, you know, I mean... And then we found out, you know, pretty much through... The accounts of him defending himself that they all did drugs together. Whitney, Bobby Christina, and Nick Gordon. You know, and he kind of grew up that way, which makes sense why he would have this addiction. And unfortunately, he was found unresponsive. He had, uh, you know, during a New Year's Eve celebration, I'm assuming doing drugs again. And um, Rob, you have this report in your Dirt Alert, so... Um, yeah, his brother, Jack Walker uh, Jr., had posted um, to social media about his passing. Um, and it, we don't have all the details yet. So, you know, we'll certainly uh, probably learn more in the few the next few days. I did want to just uh, clear up um, what he was actually being sued for and what the criminal oh, investigation right. okay. was. So, um Bobby Christina's family had sued him for wrongful death, a civil lawsuit, um, and he was found responsible for her death, and that was in 2016, and he no-showed in court for that particular case. I do remember that. He was then ordered to pay her estate $36 million for her wrongful death. That $36 million, of course, was never coming to him. Of course. Um, You'll remember, or I should say, all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
might not remember, but I remember specifically talking about you know, we were very concerned, like, would he ever inherit any of Whitney's money when she passed? Because, again, she was, you know, he was like family. Yeah. Um, but back to uh, the investigation. Then he was under criminal investigation for her death and was accused of domestic violence, which we talked about. But that case was later dropped. So he was never pursued criminally. And, of course, in the civil case, he was pursued. Okay. And a judgment was against him. But they were never going to find $36 million. And are I'm they looking for the maybe thinking he did have uh, an inheritance from Whitney? No. I mean, you would know that. Yeah. They would have been able to collect on it, I imagine. Yeah. But um, he had apparently moved to Orlando a few months ago. So, again, we're going to find out more details about what actually happened um, in his uh, or, you know, b- leading up to his death. Um, but at this point, we just have the, you know, the reports of his of his brother, at least through TMZ. The so, headlines. Yeah. yeah. Wow. OK, well, this is an awkward transition and we apologize. But, um, you know, we're going to talk about drunk Don Lemon now. <laughs> Because Don Lemon from CNN. Let's lighten the mood yeah, a bit, shall yes, we? Yes, he is known to be super fun on oh New God. Year's Eve. Don Lemon is a hoot and a, a half. He does not care how drunk he looks on TV or or ridiculous. And, you know, he's been having a great time on the CNN uh, New Year's Eve broadcast for years now. Um, so the latest, he tweeted, I have a big announcement. This was just on on New Year's Eve this year, I have a big announcement, and it's somewhere on my body. What? Don Lemon. Wait, Hashtag CNN NYE. Was this like a, a tweet? Yeah, he tweeted okay. this. He and tweeted then people this <laughs> are saying, Don Lemon 2020, did drunk Don Lemon get a real tattoo? <laughs> um, and then if you remember, he got his ear pierced in 2016 on the New Year's Eve broadcast. So if you want to just laugh right now, um, please put hashtag drunk Don Lemon into Twitter and you will see a lot of hilarious video of him in the past. Just little snippets here and there of him doing drunk things. Well, I will say that this has been a topic of conversation pretty much every New Year's Eve, I think, for the last... Well, we expect him to be drunk yeah, for us. He And in fact, I thought one year he got sort of like, you know, talked to by the network, like, <laughs> like um, you need to, you know, cool it. But they've sort of leaned in, as it were. That's what we do now. You just embrace that side of you. And mm-hmm. so you can see the video of him just... <laughs> Really enjoying himself. He is in his cups. Yes. uh, On New Year's Eve. And there's all sorts of clips online. (laughs) Don Lemon getting visibly drunk on the New Year's Eve broadcast is a beloved tradition that justifies his entire salary. Uh, That's what somebody tweeted. I mean, it's just they let Don Lemon get drunk all year uh, or or just once a year. Give him a give him a break. Um, Just people loving it. It's just, you know, it's always fun to is what he's doing no it is delightful and he was part of uh anderson cooper and andy cohen's you know telecast so uh <laughs> yeah. they were enjoying it too i was looking at a little bit of video of them you know laughing hysterically uh as he's dancing behind some guy singing it's a really weird mix of people i did not watch the broadcast i'll admit but you know they interviewed Lindsay lohan we talked about I, that a little you know bit i did not hour. i didn't watch the broadcast either but we talked about Lindsay lohan and they had her on uh anderson and andy had her on and i want to know like how how that came about like they're like right. hey who should we have on the show let's get Lindsay lohan what she's up or what's she they up know to? that she's been in the news lately because i love how they brought up with her hey we just googled right before what yeah, you've been blue. doing no you're interviewing her because people are talking about how she's in 
on uh, making comments on yeah. Liam Hemsworth. Instagram Let's think story. about all of the hot messes we can touch base with, and yes. you know the wrap up of 2019. They talked to 50 Cent to check in with him to see what he's doing. Um, you know, it's just a good time. I I wouldn't be good on a show like this because I don't drink. I would be so totally boring. No, you like there she is gaming. Oh, interesting. What <laughs> Eating are you doing macaroni now? and cheese. None <laughs> of us would be interesting. I would be. We had pizza. Yeah. You had pizza. We had pizza on New Year's. Oh, Eve. on New Year's Eve, the macaroni yeah. and cheese macaroni was not. Macaroni and cheese was another incident that was a couple of days before. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. What kind of pizza was a good pizza? Well, we got a Papa Murphy's pizza. Ooh, take and bake. Yes, it's what great. Um, well, I got a Hawaiian. <laughs> I got half sweet, oh, half it. He I, got a meat lovers, which sometimes it's too much meat. Sorry, MC. Too much meat. I think meat lovers too much meat for one particular reason, but I want to weigh in on the Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. Hawaiian pizza is trash. Oh, come on. I haven't trash. had one in so long and it was so good. It's vile. No. No, I, I have actually had pineapple on pizza once where it was actually halfway decent. Okay. Um, but nine times out of ten, I don't want any part of it. And for the meat lovers pizza, the problem that I have... Ham. Ham. Ham should not be on pizza <laughs> because ham tastes like ham. Mm. And when you have a pizza that tastes like ham, that's all you taste is ham. Yeah. You don't taste anything else. Like pepperoni, you can't taste the pepperoni because you have that like salt water ham flavor. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a problem with too much, too much sausage. <laughs> oh. Too much. If the sausage I don't pieces- have that problem. <laughs> The pieces are too big. I'm like, all right. Oh, I'm sorry. The sausage <laughs> is too big for you, Dawn. Really? Yeah. What, you don't have teeth? <laughs> I mean, I what's do, wrong I do, with but you? it's like so much meat in my mouth. Oh, I'm like, God. Oh, mm-hmm. It's so much. I'm Never like, all right. I'm sorry. So I just got my... <laughs> I got my my Hawaiian on my side, and he had his meat lovers on the other side. Do you eat it plain, or do you have to dip? Oh, no, dipping. I mean, that's a little indulgent, isn't it? Dipping? What are you dipping it in? Sauce. I always get extra marinara sauce. You do? Like oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This conversation proves that Dawn does not need alcohol to be fun. Thank you. That is a very good point. No, I knew what I was saying. Come on, guys. No, but honestly... What? What? Sometimes I think what I'm used to is like trashy pizza that isn't high quality. And when you go to a high quality place <laughs> like Papa Murphy's, which I would consider not, you know, it's not a frozen pizza. Sure. And frozen pizza has little bits of sausage, but a real quality pizza has large sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I always find that the best sausage <laughs> yeah. is a big piece of sausage. Yeah, big, it's too much because you have the pepperoni and the ham and the hamburger. On there too. Yeah. Also, bacon. Uh, I think I love bacon most days. I don't mm-hmm. want it on pizza because yeah. it is a it is it become the entire experience becomes bacon. You know what? I uh, here's <clears throat> a pizza I don't like is Mexican pizza or not Mexican pizza from Taco Bell, but like uh, taco pizza. Okay, you don't I don't like, like that. They let's put talk hot about sauce. It. They, what don't you like? They they, they take a pizza, uh, you know, the crust, and then they don't don't put marinara. They put Hot sauce and mm. then cheese. I am and that's I, I, very lettuce. rarely. I actually we had pizza last hot night. Lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> no. That sounds like a band name. Yeah, hot lettuce. <laughs> um, no, I also uh, very rarely will I eat a pizza that's not like sauce, mm-hmm. like pizza sauce, 
and stuff on top with cheese. Mm. I don't want your barbecue sauce as my sauce on my pizza. Yeah, I want pizza. Mm, I don't want barbecue chicken. I will eat it. Sure. And last night we had pizza. You did. Fat Lorenzo's. It was both fat and Lorenzo. I don't know what that means, but it was really good. Um, That's my go-to choice, too. We live down in the same area of South Minneapolis. So I had given it up because I went once and it was not my favorite. And so whenever we ordered out, we'd go somewhere else. But my partner loves it. And he's like, can we just order it? And I said, sure. It was some of the best pizza I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, you know what I like? And we had an Alfredo. um, I just wanted to say that I normally don't like not a red sauce, but we had an Alfredo sauce on one of the pizzas. It was life-changing. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're talking about the Woodbury area, I love. There's a discrepancy as to how to say this. Um, it's Ronalis. Okay. Ronalis is what a lot of people say. Okay. It's Ronalis. Ronalis. I like that Ronalis pizza. What so you we have? just. Uh, oh my gosh, that's just anything from Ronalis is fantastic. What's your favorite topping on a pizza? Uh, favorite around the room. I would say pepperoni for me. Pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rob. Any veggies other than onions. I knew it. Any veggies other than onions. Pick one. Uh, green pepper. Green pepper. Kenny? Oh, I'm very picky. I'm a serious pain in the ass. Uh, number one, any kind of meat, but no green pepper, no onions. Uh, keep the veggies to a minimum. How about uh, olives? Uh, yeah, I'll go either black or green with the What olives. about mushrooms? Mushrooms? Uh, sure, throw some mushrooms yeah, on there. But... I'm kind of the same way. I don't like onions. I don't like green peppers on my pizza. Right. Uh, and I would say pepperoni. That'd be my yeah. You know, it's your go-to. I'll yeah. even do a cheese, just cheese. Yeah, if it's no, a really, I won't, I won't do that. That's okay. uh, that's not right. It's sick and well, wrong, Don. I think it's wrong. because I grew up having minimal treats and fun. Like we didn't get pizza a lot. A it was basement? a treat. What was going uh, on? Well, I don't know. My like, family had a garden, and we ate a lot of garden food. And then we had. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I didn't the get it. was a treat. too big, and we <laughs> yeah. had a garden. Okay, well, like, I ate very healthy, and I was super, super tiny, skinny, and then I started eating real-world food in college, and that's when the problems started. <laughs> that's when me. you learned that you like milk in your Kraft macaroni <laughs> and cheese. Right, that's All right. All right, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk science, right? Okay, because yes. that's what we do here in the morning show on My mm-hmm. Talk 1071. Because <laughs> I I can't wait to tell you about how uh, some scientists have teleported for the first time ever in just a moment. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. But uh, you are listening to Jason Alexis in the morning here on My Talk 1071. Kenny's got an update for us that he wanted to yeah, share. Yeah, I missed one here. It's eastbound. It's a crash, and it's taking out the left lane, eastbound 212, right by Powers Boulevard, right before Powers Boulevard. So you're going to see a sudden slowdown as you approach and then uh, move it over to the left lane. It looks like a car versus semi situation. Ooh. Not, It doesn't look serious. It looks like somebody just got in front of it and spun around. Uh, so again, that's down in Chanhassen, eastbound 212, approaching Powers. All right. Thank you for that update, Kenny. I also want to just let you guys know that My Talk 1071 is the place for everything award shows, and we're Getting there very quickly on the calendar. The 77th uh, Golden Globe Awards, in fact, will be on NBC this Sunday, January 5th at 7 oh, p.m. This Sunday. It is, I know. What? Uh, and your favorite My Talk hosts and your least favorite My Talk hosts will be <laughs> filling in and covering uh, it uh, all. Following. So, what, Lori and Julie are going to be? Hey, oh! I don't know joking. who your least favorite is. Just joking, ladies. You know that. The Colleen and Bradley show, you know. Yeah. I don't know. You might hate me. It. 
That's fine. I'm okay. She, Not everyone can like me. She likes pineapple on pizza. Yeah. You're my least favorite. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. When pizza's... When we're ordering pizza. Uh, it's My Talk All Day Award Show coverage at MyTalk1071.com. Now, can I please tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that scientists, for the very first time, have uh, successfully teleported... I saw this. Now, did you see this headline? Okay. I did. You probably have some questions. I do have what questions. What questions do you have? Well, I have questions as to whether or not this translates to real world because it's on a quantum level. Oh, look at you getting all scientific. I thought, um, like most people probably when they read this story, teleportation, finally, I'm going to be able to zip uh, back and forth to, to work about the traffic. without, uh, you know, slipping around <laughs> in the ice. Suddenly, Kenny will be out of a job. Oh, not again. I'm I'm against this. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm against. This. Don't worry, Kenny, because uh, this was just as Dawn pointed out with her big words: quantum teleportation, which means you ain't going to be teleporting between here and uh, home anytime soon. Right. In fact, this was just too. It's still really fascinating, and if you yes. want to read, because I I tried, I tried, I tried, I really tried to read the story about teleportation between two quantum chips, not Frito Lay. Not chocolate oh. chips. Can you um, ex- can you explain that, Don? It's on the smallest level, uh, other than a quark, which is the smallest level of. So they're taking. Um, were, did they take light waves? Because this is not my story. Uh, you want me to explain quantum physics right now? <laughs> yes, I would Gee, like you to Christmas. do that. Okay, yeah. So, so let me give you the details really quickly. And uh, so basically, I could understand the first paragraph, and then everything they started saying after that, I was like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> and I like science fiction. The science fact part a little bit harder. So scientists over at the University of Bristol and the Technical University of Denmark. <laughs> We're the technical university yes. of De- Denmark. They made this discovery where they achieved what is called quantum teleportation of data between two computer chips. And if I remember, as I was reading this, what this really amounted to was two photons, two somehow these little light blobs mm-hmm. light exist mm-hmm. in a relationship on the quantum level. Even though they're both, see, I see what you're doing now with your head, Kenny, is exactly what <laughs> you lost me. You lost me. <laughs> Basically, I'm here. I'm here. they were able to manipulate these two chips without them touching. Mm-hmm. So they were able. So they were able to touch one, get it to do something, and then it would wiggle on the other one. Oh, it's Wi-Fi. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. But how much uh, how much space was between them? Does did they talk about? Oh, that? you know that's a good question. Like how far did they teleport? I don't. They were in the same room, probably. <laughs> I don't actually yeah. know. I don't know. Um, all I know is that um, there are a lot of big words in the story, and we're not going to be able to teleport between here and work anytime soon. Um, but if if uh, you can sort of take anything away from the story. It's fascinating for scientists. It is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And it allows what essentially I, I believe what the takeaway for actual science is, is that they will be able to do a lot more on a smaller level with computing. Like you'll be able to do a lot more computing on a smaller and smaller scale. What we hope is that this is the first step in us being able to not have to drive to work. Right. We would hope, <laughs> but I think more likely it's going to be like your computer will be able to do a lot better, faster, 
uh, work on a smaller and smaller scale. Yes. So can I recommend a book on quantum? Yeah. Because <laughs> I've actually read two books about string theory. Yes. Uh, there's and a, one of them. Uh, yeah. No, say that I'm hoping it's the book that. Uh, the one book I attempted to read. Oh, really? Okay, The Elegant Universe. Yes, by Brian Greene. Yeah, yeah. And then there. I couldn't is even the... get through that. Okay, there's just do it. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, the Fabric of the Cosmos is an is the second book. And who wrote that? that? Same same guy. Same guy. But he makes it consumable for. I do lay remember people. in that first book, The Elegant Universe, that he talked about <clears throat> like meatloaf and slices of meatloaf. Mm-hmm. Right. He dumps it down for people yeah. like us. Right. And like the different slices and time and space and right, all so that it's it's explaining essentially string theory is talking about not just matter but what's in between it, and that it isn't just a blank space. Like what is what is space? Like what is that blank? You know, and and that it actually contains something. You know, and that is where he talks about black holes. And it's just fascinating. When I when I was reading this article last night and having that you know, brain experience uh-huh. where you read it and you're like, I don't know what I'm actually reading and my brain hurts <laughs> yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I just love humanity that somebody is able to figure all this stuff out so that we can have like our cell phone, like all of that. Like somebody's doing that. Hopefully they're going to continue to do it and not just be obsessed with kids nowadays becoming a singer because of the math singer in American Idol. Is anyone going to run the power plant? This is one of my fears. <laughs> is anyone going to want to do stuff like this whenever there's so much attention? Like why would you do online? quantum physics when you can just do Candy Crush? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, speaking of science fiction, mm-hmm. can we talk quickly? Uh, yeah. Or actually, maybe we should do this in this next segment. Okay. Um, yes, because we were going to talk about Kevin Spacey. Don't worry. He's still a hot mess and we can get to him. But yeah. let's set up uh, perhaps what we should do in the next segment. Because you brought a piece of science fiction, fantasy rather, science fantasy with you. Did you not? Yeah, I did. Do you want to tell people what it is? It's my lightsaber. Ooh! Ooh. Dawn brought her lightsaber. <laughs> should we unsheath that sucker? Yeah. Um, do we need to take a break though? I'm kind of confused yeah. about where we are. Yeah. Well, let's do it next break. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to take a break. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, you're going to unsheath your glowing stick right here <laughs> on my talk 1071. Dawn's going to whip it out in just a moment here on my talk 1071. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Bradley Trainer, and for Jason, he'll be back on Monday. We got Kenny and Rob very excited uh, to see Dawn pull out her <laughs> giant, giant lightsaber. Yes, she has a lightsaber yeah. from Disney World's Galaxy's Edge. Mm-hmm. And I do. Uh, you, um, it, now it comes in a case. I'm looking at it. It's a big black long thing yeah it looks like um uh, well first of all do you want to tell us about the experience of making your lightsaber i'm sorry (laughs) sounds like you're talking about jason derulo (laughs) oh gosh sorry (laughs) okay so it's called savi's workshop at galaxy's edge and um it is pricey and I would like to also say thank you to Jason and Colin because I did not pay for it. Oh, my God. They bought me a lightsaber. The gift continues. I thought when I went there, I didn't know that that was going to happen because he asked me in advance before we left, do you want to make a lightsaber? And I go, sure. And he goes, because we have, <laughs> oh, my God, Bradley. <laughs> what 
what, what I missed. I'm listening to her tell a story, and I put a big bite of food in my mouth and realized I might actually want to respond to her, so I just spit it back out. <laughs> it was a, a lot of food. I thought it was... You look like, like a cat or a baby rejecting whatever you put in its mouth. That was hilarious. It's okay. too early. So, um, so... They asked me, do you want to make a lightsaber? And I go, sure. And then they go, uh, it's $200. And I go, ooh, let me think about that. Because I was yeah. just trying to figure out my money. You know, yeah, I was no, told totally. very $200 is a lot. I was told like early December that I was yeah. doing this. And I'm like, uh-oh, I didn't plan for this in my Christmas money so then that they, I have. So then they surprised you. Yeah, they surprised me because he goes, oh, you can just come along with me when I make mine. And yeah. you can be the other person because one person makes a lightsaber. The other person, you can have one guest. Yeah. And I'm like, great. So we get there and then they give you a menu of which one that you want to choose. Okay. So the uh, menu, meaning you get to pick the kind of lightsaber you get. To you get to pick the kind of lightsaber that, yes. So um, you have to, you can make online reservations to do this 180 days in advance. Okay. So it is a limited thing. You can't just walk up and do this. You have to make an appointment. Um, so there are about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. There are about 10 to 12 people in the room with you doing this. Okay. You have a guide who's there totally always in character. Now, I've seen a little bit of a video from when Jason first did this. Mm -hmm. And again, we're talking about Galaxy's Edge and Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, They took uh, Colin and Jason, who do a Disney podcast, um, took Dawn to Disney um, as a treat. And and I saw a little bit of this uh, video when Jason did it. It's like a ride. It's like an experience, not a ride per se. But but like everybody's in character and the lights. They have a whole speech they do. It's a very, like, if you're into Star Wars, it's a pretty moving experience. So um, you can choose. Choose peace and justice, power and control, elemental nature, or protection and defense. Those are the th- the four types of lightsabers. I chose. Which one do you think I chose? Uh, give me the options again. Peace and justice. This is from Fallen Jedi. Yeah. Power and control. Those are the dark side you want warriors. Power and control. Elemental nature is um, this embodies the force and all living things. So it's like a, a trees. Yeah. Uh, and then you have protection and defense. Well, you want power, control, or protection and defense? Uh, power and control is correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was my first guess. So this power and control business. Yeah, maybe you can oh do a my video God, it's and I'll so take long. it okay. out right now. Here, you can go. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hold on. Let me okay. um, take We just have a couple here. minutes here, but yeah, 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 I don't no. think that. So you build each piece. It has five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten pieces to it where you choose. You oh my ready? God, that's a lot of pieces. Yeah. Yeah. So is it going to make noise? Here's the oh boy. Here's Ooh. the bottom. Okay. That I chose. I built all these pieces. There is a kyber crystal inside. And what's a all, kyber crystal? It is what color the lightsaber is. Should Let you me, turn the lights out? Oh sure. Hold on. Okay, so Dawn is holding this lightsaber, and it looks exactly like a lightsaber, like it you is. would think. I'm going to power it up so you can okay. hear it. Oh wow. That is really cool. I don't want to flip it too hard right now because there's this. The light is way cooler than I thought it was going to be. Like it, you know, it's not. I just hit the man wall. (laughs) It's not the kind of. um, It's not the kind of lightsaber that we had as a kid. No, when Star Wars first came out, like the plastic ones, and you would move them, and they would go. Yeah, it's really neat. And when you have one of these in the airport. Uh, Mostly guys that are nerdy come up and go, what color did you choose? 
So, yeah, this is what, what I choose. You choose? And no, I you almost... chose red, so I should say, for yeah. those of you who can't see this, she's holding a very Darth vader It's lightsaber. very heavy, and if you want to hold it, you can, Bradley, oh, can I to feel the your, weight. Can I hold your lightsaber? Yeah, you want right. to? It's yeah. very weighty. It's a high quality. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oof, that is powerful. It, it is. feels good. Is it breakable? Um, yeah, I guess if you got really stupid with it. With tax, it's $212, so I wouldn't want to. Now, I think Jason has five on his wall. He's done the ceremony five. Yeah, at his house. I want to play with this in the break. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, it was exciting. It was really fun. I teared up a little bit just because it was so neat. And I, I had such a great time building it. And the whole experience was special. And I really appreciate that they did that for me. And it comes. It comes with a case. It comes with a case, yes. Um, so, and did you just carry it around the park the rest of the day? No, here's what's great. You can send it back to your room if you're on a Disney property. So you build it, and then they deliver it for you to your room. Oh, wow. So it just ends up back in your it, room? It ends up at the gift shop, and you go pick and it up at the end And that's a carry-on? Uh, yeah, so that was the thing. I was told that maybe the flight attendants would be nice enough to keep it up front with them in a in a cabinet. Maybe they did that for Jason because it's Jason, not for me. Oh, not <laughs> They're so like, much. Mm, no, yes. you can put it in the overhead. Oh, okay. Well, it's beautiful. Look for the video online. Uh, Dawn's big lightsaber. Power and control lightsaber. She's going to power and control us through the next hour, the third hour. No, second hour. Where are we? Third hour. Third hour. Oh, my God. Matt Lauer's got a girlfriend, you guys. Ew. Ew.